So you got your neck broken twice, huh? Hmm. Oh. It's a weird thing, you know? When you when you play video games as a kid. And then you play them again, like, 20 years down the track. And some of them are, like, so easy, and you're like, why were these so difficult? And there's others where it's like, how the fuck did I manage to play this at all? Mm. And then there's ones that sit right in the middle, where it's like, oh, yes, this is just difficult. Yeah. Mm. Emulators are good. And I'm allowed to have emulators, because you know I have the actual discs still. Yeah. Isn't that a treat? Ladies and future boys, welcome to... Yeah, go on. If you put that much effort into your thing being made, you can't get mad when people keep trying to play it. Hmm. What is it? Preservation of digital art. Yeah. It's important to preserve these things, otherwise people will... um, hack into your thing and steal your stupid monkey and now you can't make your cartoon anymore. <laughs> that's, that's, we'll start with that news article after I introduce the show. Welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, uh, free period edition. Uh, no 250 t- episodes. Uh-huh. 3,000 download edition. 250 episodes, like six really good ones. I'm your host, Toby Bola. you're really selling us there. I They're all two-parters, so they stretch out. Oh. I'm joined by producer Kat. Hello. What's your favourite episode of the podcast? Um, one of the ones where we're not... We're, I was going to say visibly dying, but it's a podcast. Hmm. So probably, yes. Okay. Alright, cool. Um, so Seth Green was going to make a cartoon about his NFT monkey, but someone stole his monkey and now he doesn't have the copyright to use the monkey anymore. <laughs> Isn't that something? NFTs were never a good idea. No. Who looked at it and was like, next Bitcoin? I think a lot of it... Neither of us are in the loop enough to have any authority here, but I feel like it was always like a weird scam where one person made a monkey, or whatever the first few were, sold them back and forth with another guy to increase the projected value, and then handballed it to a third wheel. Yeah. When the money was good. Because, yeah, look. It's based in something. Because you see, like, actual auction houses for digital items in, like, World of Warcraft and CSGO. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's something there, but none of it carries further than the game they're in. Yeah. I mean, shit, I've... In a way, I've probably ha- dab- dabbled in NFT-esque culture. When I, when I bought that shiny fucking Pokemon off eBay. That's definitely the original NFT. Yeah. I raised that boy. I don't care if he's not... You know, re- I don't care if he's not respected by the the, the digital he, championship regulations. He's my boy. And I don't care if he came from a puppy farm or what have you. He grew up to be a big, strong... Big ol' black frog. The eBay puppy My shiny Greninja. Yeah, he did. Came from one of those creepy Nintendo ones. Nice. Speaking about video games, mm-hmm. Saints Row. Yes. Are you excited or not excited? Have we done a free period since the customization video came out? I think we, like, very, like, 
we touched on it. Loosely touched bit. it, but uh, white collar doesn't give a shit. He's yeah, he's gone. We like growing up when Saints Row Two mainly, like we played the hell out of that game. But I think after it's hard to forgive the franchise after four. But I know it's not the fault of the developers how that thing went down. I'm sure we'll end up doing a rise and fall of Saints Row mm. podcast if we haven't already. We that's, might have. That's one of those ones where it's like it goes into that category of stuff where it's like I want to take the time and do it properly, but I know I'm completely incompetent, so I don't touch it. Yeah, it's in the with there with the ranks of the Arkham franchise, um, re rereading and going over Battle Angel Alita. I feel like there's a third, like there's a, there's another one in that pile of we are not professional enough to touch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones, one of those high bars. But I'm I'm still excited for it. I'm very intrepidatious about it because there's a lot that's that can less go than wrong. Three months. Yeah. But I'm I'm definitely going to be trying and see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit intrepidatious about Arkham Knight as well. Because you just pre-ordered that. There's a lot of concerns that it'll come out like the Marvel Avengers, where it's just loot and upgrade sort of tactic bullshit to keep people playing. But I feel like after Marvel's Avengers, no one's going to do that again. <laughs> At least we can hope. I don't know, man. If it's made by the same people that did um, Arkham Origins, I'm sure it's going to have like a good story and it's going to have plenty to it. I if mean, they're like making you... you upgrade it, I assume it's more like Injustice than Avengers. You know, the way that sort of yeah. armor system worked? But if we're looking at like the way they've set out the pre-orders and things already, mm. it is more along the lines of a traditional Arkham game. Yeah, because there's a lot of skin packages and stuff. They have effect in-game. Which is something this game just has, but if you recall, like there was many a character skin in the other Arkham games. Yeah, you get to pre-order to get the um, Sinestro Core version of Batman in one of them. Like it's it's been a thing, and it'll continue to be a thing. I prefer physical well, I pre-order it stuff. Sh- it I shows them that. like the hype for it. Yeah, you can see how many people are actually interested. But I mean, considering the fact that. Like, the PS5 and that are phasing out disk drives. Hmm. It's kind of, you know, leaves that question of, is there a point? Hmm. Can you pre-order a digital? Yeah. You get all the digital stuff. I mean, you could digitally order the second version, more or less. The only things in it are uh, game DLCs and bonuses. Yeah, I suppose. Um... I know nothing other than the fact that I'm going to get HP Legacy. Mm-hmm. Because while you they have, were... Have they announced, like, much detail for that game at all? I don't know. Because the only reason that it's on my radar is while you were ordering Arkham, it was on, like, a trailer loop in the back of the store. Mm. And I was like, nah, I have no care anymore for the HP franchise. How but come? I play it. I don't know. I just What's think it called? I Legacy. Like Legacy. Right, I'm gonna find like a little blurb or something. I think about we're kind of aged out. That's an appropriate thing to do. <laughs> like I know this is a nerd podcast, but like I'm Harry so... Potter people drive me nuts. I don't know thing. why. Don't I think get... it's just because I don't care. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. yes, I watched the reunion. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know that because I didn't do it all year round. Like I'm still interested in HP media. 
Mm. But it's not a facet of my personality. I think that's what it is. It's like the same people... This is is going a long way back. It's the same people that thought Bacon was a personality type. That was me. Yes. Freaking love Bacon. Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive open-world RPG set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books. For the first time experiencing Hogwarts in the 1800s, your character is a student who holds a key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. Uh, now you can take control of the action and be at the center of your own adventure in the wizarding world. Your legacy is what you make of it. I think, it, like, the map and stuff looks impressive. It's very Skyrim-y. Yeah. At first glance, but it's obviously castles. And but that's it's probably the thing, a dragon like, and shit. You know the how it is. world of Harry Potter has been so greatly explored. Mm. If it wasn't, why would you bother? Yeah. Like... That has to be something there for people to work with. Exactly. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, I still like the franchise, but I'm not going to get into discussion board arguments about the fact that not all Slytherins are bad. I think, I think a lot of like my disconnection from the Harry Potter franchise is a. I was reading Scott Agri Pleasant, which was one of the competing child magic books at yeah. the time, and b being like the boy gets. The boy who lived gets so much of a free ride, and it, like, bugs a sad, cynical person <laughs> that I am. Yeah, exactly. It's like, alright, he survived one thing that he doesn't really remember, um, and then he has, like, he has, a, he has a crappy, like, I don't know how, when they enroll, maybe 12? Yeah. Alright. So he has a bit of a slow ride up until that point, but then they, like, he just gets to be, like, the quarterback of their broom sport. Just, just... He gets on a broom one time and everyone wants to blow him about it. He's so great at it. Um, the villain tries to fight him and dies because he touches him on the face in that first one, if I recall, because he had, like, Philosopher's Stone residue on his fingers. Mm. Do you remember that? He, he touches... Um... <laughs> yeah, good, good. Because calling him Turban Man is inappropriate. No, you know Pro- the guy. Professor Quirrell. Yeah, and he melts. I remember that. I've seen the first one. I, th- I think you've seen up till Chamber of Secrets. And then, and, like, and then Dumbledore's like, you're fucking such hot shit, Harry. You can win the fucking colours at the end. It's the same shit where it's like, Luke Skywalker, oh, you get to be all the things because you are the selected winner. Uh, Neo from Matrix. But isn't that what you want? I think it's... I, th- <laughs> I understand, like, isn't the wish fulfillment of that. Of, like, yeah, totally. can, like I okay, get it, but the thing is, you I'm not Harry Potter. I don't get to eat the chocolate frog. I don't get to show up, and they're like, "Here's all the money in the world because your parents were billionaires." I fucking forget the details there. He goes to the bank and they give him all the treasure. Well, James Potter was from a socialite family. Yes, he was an entrepreneur. No, he wasn't. <laughs> His papa was. Yes, he owned the railroads. No. Like, I get that it's wish fulfillment for a lot of people, but, like... But so is Sandman Slim. Yeah, but So is Batman. Maybe I just, like, wish fulfillment when they're as sad as I am, because they're more relatable. Stark is not enjoying a fucking minute of it. He's Bruce is very upset. at the end. I'm fine with dying at Bruce the end. pretends that he's upset, but the entire way through, he's like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have feel like me a good story. I f- I feel like you have to fight more for it. See, Bruce Wayne had to, like, go and, like, train to be competent. 
Um, oh yeah, because Stark spending... was in a gladiatorial pit for eleven years. Spending we need to 12... stop bringing it up. It's so niche. <laughs> spending twelve years of your life being a detective you know, crime fighter, abused, and yeah, but we don't see any of that. We just see him like getting all the rewards at the end. No, maybe you he don't. Di- maybe he died of neglect under those stairs, and it's one of those kind of things. Oh, Jacob's we're not regretting it. <laughs> Angelica is the only survivor left out there, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of things that you don't care about, just so that we can get through with this while we're here, Hmm. are you interested in watching Kenobi? I don't know. Because the current, like, the first episodes are out. They came out quick, man. I feel like they were only, like, announced a little bit ago. Yeah. There was rumours and shit. Oh, there's been rumours for ages. But, um... There was rumours before, like... Mandalorian. So currently, this show. weekend rises on, which is the big Star Wars con- convention that. Oh, that ex- that explains it. Because holy shit, this that's why everything's. Oh my god. Um, it's at Anaheim Convention. Zone. Even my Lego people are blowing up about all these cool new announcements. Because rises on, hmm. um, or Star Wars weekend, the new updated COVID safe version. Um, I don't remember much. Everyone's saying of it's the, the best TV show Disney have put out. Nice. Um, and I feel like you'd be interested in Kenobi. I feel like, because I don't remember them particularly well, same as the Harry Potter stuff, but like I was around for the original, not the original trilogy, the, what do you call them? Because the first ones isn't, doesn't clarify what I mean, does it? Four, five, six. I mean like the first ones. Like Four, five, one, six. No, like one, two, three. Are you talking about 90s or 80s? That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the 90s first ones. Okay, so one, two, three. Oh, my God. It's, it's automatic. Why did they start at four? Why did they do that? Because it built up the fact. Could you imagine how crazy it would have been if they started at Fast and Furious 4? Did that whole stint and then were like, this is where it all started and it's like DVDs. You're talking about the prequels. Yeah. Look, I was, I was around for those. it doesn't pay off the Luke, I am your father if you do it the other way. I guess. Um, look, I remember them, roughly, you know, from, from being around in those days. Like, Jar Jar Binks sucks. Mm. Um, Anakin is a a, a a punsy little bitch. Which is exactly what Luke is. Uh-huh. Um, Padme is either from Love Actually or, or the Pirates. Um, Those are both the same people, which is not the same people. And she's having sex with that boy from the first one, so she's maybe a pedophile. She's um, not. <laughs> she's she like waits in a, till he grows up. There's a yeah, but there's a weird age gap in that first movie, and then it's fucking gone in the night. Yeah. Like <laughs> he aged fifteen years. Um, who else is in that first movie? Um, Qui Gon Jinn, he don't make it. Um, Sabalba's a name that rings a bell. But at the end of the day, I think Obi-Wan's like the only competent dude in that first movie. So if they were going to do a TV series about any of them is what I'm trying to say is they've probably made a good choice. Unless they went prequely and we saw Qui-Gon Jinn like doing some stuff. Because he just, he's only around for a little bit, talks into a Gillette razor and then ruins the entire fucking space universe by being like, this kid's got potential. I hope he doesn't become a war criminal later. But... If he was allowed to do what he wanted to do originally and not listen to the Jedi Council, it probably would have gone okay. What do you mean? What was Qui-Gon's plan? 
no, Kenobi's like, this guy's good, we should train him. And the Jedi Council are like, that's not the way of the Jedi, so don't do it. And I, he's thought like, he wanted, but... I thought he wanted to jump the gun and he's, he's like, I should be like, I should skip my Jedi apprenticeship. And then Mace Windu's like, no, you should train like everyone else. And he gets all pissy about it. Kind of. We need to play more Lego. Yeah. A lot of my knowledge and refresher comes from, um, yeah, the, the, what is it, the Skywalker saga? Yeah. Yeah, the Lego one. It's cute. Everyone's running around. It's a weird build, though. We might have talked about it last free period, but it's weird that you just walk to boss fights. Yeah. It's not, like, I think it's just because I'm not used to that system. I've had the same Lego system since Lego Batman 2, which was the last big shake-up because that was dialogue. But really, they've all been the same for a very long time. Do you like the way that Star Wars Saga is, like, laid out? That you play each of the episodes? I do like that. It's, 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 I like it's, um... I understand its system. It's just weird getting used to it, that's all. Yeah. But I suppose because of the way that the films were done, they had to come up with some other way of, like... They've got to do it in a non-conventional sense because there's a lot of, like, stuff... You can't just have it all take place in the cantina like the original Lego game did. Yeah. Um, it's got um, it's got the little blue elephant in it. I like him. Max Rebo. I don't know. Are they all Max Rebos? Or is that like one particular dude? I have no idea. I wonder if that's his species. Is they calling it a Wookiee? A Wookiee Hopefully these are the answers like we get when we watch Obi-Wan, the, the movie, the TV show. <laughs> the movie, the TV show. Yeah. So, which which one is the the mum in Star Wars? What do you mean, Smee? Give, give, no, give me the name of 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 Padme. Padme. Okay, um, she's not Queen. No, she was Queen Amidala. She was like her friend on the side. It was a secret queen, and she was played by. Give give me a current movie that she would be appearing in is she still in the pirates movies no one's in the pirates movies anymore they got rid of johnny depp okay i don't know what, yeah i don't know but what's no, still going that's over the wrong there one. um there is a movie coming out in the near future yeah that people oh, are she's very thor's body. she's thor's body all right i don't think it's work culture because i remember jane foster getting the hammer in the fucking comics it was among the, I think the problem with all the Marvel um, gender swapping, race swapping stuff, which is all fine and dandy, it's that it all happened at once. It was really, really... They made an event out of it. It looked very corporately forced when yeah. they're like, all right, every Avenger, get out. <laughs> but when you see the ones that stand the test of time, they're obviously written good enough to continue. Mm. That's, that's the thing, like... If a comic character isn't written well, they can't. But we still have Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales. Like, there's a bunch of them still floating around. Which I got cool. in an argument the other day about who is Spider-Man. It's a, it's a title. Like, police chief. Well, but, and that was the whole thing. They were like, who is, who's Peter Parker? Which is kind of the fun que- to an The extent. question was, yeah. who is Peter Parker? Hmm. And the answer of Spider-Man was not valid. CEO of Parker Industries. Well, I don't, think, I, don't I don't think these kids actually are in the comments, but, like, they, they just completely shut down that Peter Parker was Spider-Man because they watch Into the Spider-Verse. 
So they are a full Miles Morales. It's like, weird that they haven't seen other shit. Oh, no, it's a there huge, was, there was it's a huge argument about who should be Peter Parker because who's more attractive. Ugh. Whether it's Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield or as the only correct answer, Tobey Maguire. It's fascinating because like when they announced, when the rumours started about um, the Far From Home, yeah. yeah, like there was all those jokes. It's like, all right, to understand this Spider-Man movie, do you have to watch the other like nine and a half Spider-Man movies? And the answer was kind of. In the end, the answer was, yeah, a little bit. Actually, you do kind of need to Yeah, because they fucking call it back, like, multiple times. Yeah. I don't know what that noise was. It's my coffee machine turning off for the day. He's worked hard. I bet. Because, like, even when they're, like, sitting there chatting about the villains they've faced, um, you know, they... Holy shit. It goes even deeper than Spider-Man movies, because Tom Holland mentions Thanos, so that includes, like... The fucking Marvel Cinematic movies as well, because but I like to the see fact- him fight Thanos, you have to earn that. So you have to have watched but all of them. <laughs> no, I like the fact that they shut that down really quickly hmm. with a "Oh, I'm a member of the Avengers," and they're like, "What is that? A boy band?" Yeah. No, when they're like, "All right, what's the coolest thing you fought?" And Tobey Maguire's like, "I fought an alien once." And Tobey Maguire's like, "Oh, I fought one too. It was this purple dude from space, and I got to go to space to fight him." And I was like, "Oh, mine was." In New York, I didn't get to go to space, and then, like, poor Andrew Garfield, who gets shafted as a franchise character, is like, I fought a Russian dude in a rhino suit, and they're like, you did your best, buddy. I love how supportive you are. You're amazing. Spider-Man. You're an amazing Spider-Man. But even, like, if you go back to the fact that Toby generates web fluid, Mm. whereas the other two are like, ew. And they're like, "Does does that mean that it, like... I feel like the humour in that film is done so well because you know that's a question people have asked. Hmm. If he shoots web fluid, does he shoot web you remember, fluid? Do you remember when they tried to make that comic book canon and it just, like, confused the shit out of people anyway? Yeah, so we just get rid of it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, when he gets eaten by a spider and then birthed out of a spider and then when he hatches he can shoot natural webs and he's just kind of like, that was weird. Mm. <laughs> and everyone was like, you're right, that was fucking weird. Um... But yeah, but to, at the end of the day, no, it's not even. I'm not even that. I'm, I'm trying to go back to a tangent before the. Oh, before. Okay. There can be multiple Spidey Mans, and that makes sense because at the end of the day, he always tells you know he always refers to himself as your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, which is kind of a weird thing now because it's forgotten. But it's like your friendly police, like local police officer. Yeah. You know your your because they're meant to serve you. Yeah. So, the fact that he's referring to himself the same as, like, any police officer, any Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it's built, it's ingrained into the character that anyone can put on that mask, and I think that's what appealed to a lot of people originally in the first place, is that you could relate, or you could see yourself under that mask, because literally it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are, because it's a complete form-fitting suit. Yeah. But um, Thor is going to be in a fourth movie. Have I, other, I think have the crossover else Thor, made it to four. I think the crossover for Thor and Guardians is a good idea. Those franchises, like, I know that they're both done by. Please don't make me say his name. Oh, we'll look it up again. We do this every time. <laughs> it's just one of those ones that's hard to pronounce. I assume that you well. know it because you like. What we do in the shadows. Hmm. 
It is um, Taika Waititi. Yeah, that one. Hmm. I'm never confident to like pull it from memory. Look, but, I'm sorry to all our Morty listeners, but we tried. Hmm. <laughs> he's from he's New Zealand, so he's like pretty close. We we, we can count count that. Um, we steal everything except for your names. Yeah. Um, um, Marvel. Movies I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Christian Bale's return to comic book movies with his um character reveal now in the Thor movies. Have you seen him? And I don't like him. He's very, very skinny and very pale, and I forget who the fuck he is. Mm, oh, the know. God Butcher! Right, right, right. He looks like a Marilyn Manson album cover. Ew. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he does. Um, and you know, it's it's funny. It's the whole you live, you die here, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and now it's the Batman from that fucking movie is playing a villain in a fucking comic book film. What's your like favorite them. comeback? Like uh, second helping for an actor in a comic book film. I think the correct answer has to be, like, Ryan Reynolds. He, he Because, really... like, he went from Green Lantern to, like, the worst Deadpool to, like, the best Deadpool. Like, he, 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 did, he did the jump across and then, like, had to fight to fix what he, where he was as well. Yeah. Because if you remember that X-Men Origins Wolverine, holy shit, that is a trash movie. Some of the CGI forgot to be coloured in. I shit you not. Go back and look at it. It's like solid block. I mean, Chris Evans is not as big as the jump, Mm. but it's still like going from um, Fantastic Four to Captain America. Because of my work, like crunch time stuff, I didn't get to see the Doctor Strange, and I don't think he's in the Illuminati with. with Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. But I would have loved... Um, I, I think I would have seen it. Like, someone would have mentioned it if Johnny Storm appeared in that movie and it was him again. Like, I, I'd be so fine with him bringing it back around just for no reason. Because at least, like, in the Ryan Reynolds argument, he made Deadpool good. Hmm. We still haven't had a good Fantastic Four. I don't think we ever will, which is weirdly tragic because Fantastic Four is, like, the birthplace of modern... Everything, yeah modern marvel yeah it's, it is bleak. but it's also a hard one to take it's the superman thing yeah you know they've been around too long they have like sort of a hokiness to them but if you take it away it kind of ruins the character but if you over embrace it you make a parody of it but yeah it's, it's one of those um tightrope walks i would like to see a good one because it's a legacy but that's the thing like i feel the same way with original like the power rangers film it was well done considering how much lore there is. Yeah, and a lot of it's like cheesy, hokey crap to get out of oh, it's, film. It's, and made, it's made for six-year-olds. Yeah. That's always been what Power Rangers was. Power Rangers is like two separate clip shows mushed over just white people in California. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing something, aren't they? Isn't Netf- yeah, Isn't Netflix like working on another thing? I haven't heard shit so about it in a while, so I'm starting to think maybe they've given up on it. But then but Netflix started culling stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, I haven't heard. There is a little bit of Power Engine news at the moment. They've um, announced a non-binary ranger. Um, I'm fine with that. It's the Death Ranger, though. That's less Ominous, right? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. I've really only seen images, but that's 
at first glance, it's exactly the same, like, range of design as the solar one Mm. that came out of the end of the Shattered Grid stuff, which I mentioned in our huge Power Ranger Sixth Ranger saga. Yeah. Um, as one that I just didn't have time to fit in because it was a comic book and never made it to live action. So that was my technicality to not drag it into four parts, which was actually getting really difficult. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got, there's so much in it that mm. it's kind of hard to do well. And it's no getting, and it's, it. and it's crossing wires really bad because I keep watching like random non-context clips of Super Sentai because it's funny. Mm. So now I'm worried that shit will mix in and I'll start thinking about non-Power Ranger occurring Ranger teams. Like, fascinatingly, White Ranger from the original run mm. has a slightly different costume design to the other gang. As you, as you know, you've seen... Because he came in late. I don't think he came in late. I think he was a, a character from another previous run of Super Sentai. Because they all looked like baseballers. Yeah. And he, like, came back to train the current run. Mm. Which is... It's like... I don't know. It's like Batman teaching the Teen Titans or something. But, yeah. I, I totally 100% thought you were going to go to Rescue Rangers. Because we did watch Chippendale the other Speaking night, of Rangers... Jesus. Let's, let, all right, let's run through the list of cameos. You got... Let's not. <laughs> that list is too long. I did like one of my like proudest moments is me pointing at something in the crowd, naming it by name, and you getting like upset with my ability to just pull trivia. No, it was don't even at me. Mm. It was a book on a stall that had no intricate markings. Look, I'd been and you pulled my mind had been combing the movie so hard because. Holy shit, this... Look, I'm going to say this right now, like, before I go too far with where I'm going. I don't want this to be too hot of a take. Refrain Roger Rabbit is always going to be, like, the peak of this sort of thing. And it'll always be probably the best one. A lot of it actually was animated in different ways, whereas the 2D animation in this is fake. Oh, it's terrible. So, they did a pretty good job on either Chip and or Dale. But, like, um, Girl Chip and Dale... Like, her hair doesn't really translate well in the 3D space. And then... All right, so, so what they did was they colored it in in two-dimensional and then cel-shaded the 3D models to look like animation, but it's still CGI. But whereas um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit did actual... Rotoscoping. Yeah, they, they did a lot of actual legitimate stuff because I'm pretty sure they had the original... Like, the actual parties working on their individual characters and shit. But, okay, this one... <laughs> Cameos and callbacks and references shit like four times harder than Who Framed Roger Rabbit ever yeah. ever got, you know. So I was my my trivia brain is just completely combing that movie so hard the entire time, and then I point out, hey, look, that's Shepard's journal, and <laughs> kind of flipped out at me, what which is an Atlantis reference. Yes, of course. Um, listen I'm, to I'm our just... Atlantis episode to hear me. Say how that was pretty cool of a movie. As we're putting this together, do you think that's how they got away with using other cartoon characters? Because they reference Roger Rabbit? My mental theory is that... They're just hoping no one calls them out. No, I just think Disney walked around all the other companies and said, you know how you still have this, this, and this on your streaming service, even though we own it and we could take it away from you at any point and put it on Disney+. Plus." 
look, we're just going to mention or we're just going to cameo Randy Marsh from South Park. And I hope you don't have a problem with it. Wink. Because <laughs> if I go and check on Paramount Plus, I'm sure I can find some Disney properties in there. Especially internationally. Because, like, there's still a lot of Disney stuff on, like, Australian Netflix and shit. Yeah. I don't know. It I think at this point there's so many corporations and companies shaking hands over streaming rights. I think they might have, like, hey, we're going to, can we, like, put your dude in the background when he's not going to talk, he's not going to do anything to hurt his brand, he's just going to be there. Yeah. That's my theory. I don't know. I'm also very eager to get it on DVD because I feel like one day this is going to be edited so fucking hard this movie will be unwatchable. Uh, I'm really torn whether I think it's a good movie or not, but I don't know if part of that is because I liked Rescue Rangers I think, when it was released. See, and I think and people I like you usually like this movie because could you imagine the soulless live-action remake you were going to get if this didn't happen? But that's the thing. I think that's where my brain is getting confused with it mm. because it thought we were getting Rescue Rangers. And sure, it's still the whole crime detective fighting thing. But it's done so weird. And I don't understand why Sweet Pete is Sweet Pete because that doesn't fit in with See, a lot of the die- land. No, a lot of the diehard fucking Disney fans me. are upset about that one because of the unfortunately accurate take they've made on uh, on Peter Pan's actual guy. But I'm also... In, and that's I think that's what annoys me. I think they might have done that Disney by accident. Disney screwed they him up so... Like, so if you don't know the backstory, the guy that they had voiced Peter Pan, um, he ended up... Disney, like, chucked him out, didn't care about him anymore... They went back to find him a while later to see if they could do, like, documentaries and voices and interviews and things, only to find out he died of a drug overdose in New York and um, was in an unmarked grave. Uh, Bobby Driscoll, for those playing at home. And so the fact yeah. that they do him so dirty... He looks like Peter Pan, too. Second, well, it's back when rotoscoping was... I don't thing. like... Oh, it's eerie. But if you look at... A lot of the actresses and actors from back then, they look like their character. Yeah, and people got thrown in the trash pretty immediately. That's Hollywood, baby. You well, know, that old-timey fucking attitude The actress that did people. Snow White, they, it was in her contract she was never allowed to voice another character. Oh, yeah, they soft-locked her career. They, they soft-locked her as a person yeah. because they wanted the voice to be iconic. The first human NFT. Technically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, and then turn around and use the same actress for Alice and Wendy. Yeah, so in this movie, Sweet Pete is like a fat, stubbly, adult Peter Pan who's been spat out by the system and is now like doing illegal means to get by. Yeah. Which some people are like, wow, that's fucked up. I think it's just like a bad... I don't... There's no way they did it on purpose because why would you be that fucking malicious? So I assume it's an accident and it could have been any character. I think the fact that he grew up is just kind of like a hook thing you know like that's the point of him i don't know i just look i'm always not going to be happy when they like use that film in a bad way because it's my favorite disney film yeah like i don't like the tinkerbell fairy movies because tinkerbell's a pixie yeah but kyle they have to compete with those barbie movies that suck us no don't even at me it's the freaking minions because <laughs> they have another film coming out oh 
That was a good stint there where the Tinkerbell movies were just competing Barbie movies, right? Like back when Barbie nah, and Barbie's the Nutcracker was a thing. Really? I was around for Barbie movies. I feel like there was t- like Tinkerbell and her fucking and the Brigadiers or whatever. <laughs> like I feel like those were a thing for a minute before the current run where they're a thing at the minute. Yeah. What was your favourite bullshit cameo in fucking Chippendale? There's some deep callbacks in that film. I think my favourite is, like, a single, like, three-second moment where it really just sets the tone of how fucking, like, rambunctious it all is. Mm. Where Chip and or Dale is walking down the Hollywood Hall of uh, Walk of Fame, sorry. Um, he walks over Chung Lee's star. You see Fast and Furious, but no, you see Batman versus E.T. poster. And in the background, you see that Dobby is the fucking main model for Gucci. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I hate all the TikTok, um, did you know things that pointed out? Because I'm like, yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah. So I wonder how, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I wonder what's common sense and just me being over-observant. But, I mean, they don't try to hide the fact that they call things out constantly. Oh no. That fucking puppet with the angry eyebrows is my favorite thing, though. I do know that you like that. You can do a, You can do a lot with the expressions of a puppet, huh? Literally all they did was tweak his eyebrows and, like, tilt the light and, and it fucking bloomed. Mm. <laughs> you guys cops? I want your stinkiest cheese. Yeah. I think changing their voices to be, like, actual, like, improv comedians is a good idea. Because if they really sound like the chipmunks, I couldn't watch a whole They never sounded like chipmunks. They never sounded like Alvin and the chipmunks. But didn't they have, like, a high-pitched shitty voice? Because don't they, like, call it back? Later on in the film. Zipper has a weird voice. Yeah, I remember his bit because then he's like voiced by like a really deep black fucking guy. Yeah. He had sex with the girl mouse. Catch it. Whatever. <laughs> I love like watching things with you because you can call stuff out, but you have no context. Yeah, but if I don't have a point of reference, it's just completely not valid. You can pull out Atlantis. Which is, like, the b- set up to do poorly, but you don't know Rescue Rangers. I don't think that one was set up to do poorly. I think it was set up to be too experimental, and they kind of just left it in case it was going to be bad. It's Treasure Planet that they completely fucking abandoned ship on. Absolute dogs. Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Don't but even at me. No, that was their last chance at hand-drawn animation, and they fucked that film over. And they did it on purpose, too, because they were like, it's our first hand-drawn thing in a while, and everyone's like, that's cool. When's it coming out? And they're like, fucking shut up. But yet, yeah, they use it in everything, because she's a princess. Hmm. Yeah. The, oof, you want to talk about fucking blatant just existing for merchandise? Look at all the fucking Buzz Lightyear stuff now. I'm, I'm Everything so about mad. that movie I'm fucking so annoys mad. me, man. They're like, they're like, oh no, don't. There's a justification for this bullshit, and everyone's like, good, I hope so. And they're like, it's the show that Andy grew up with, and that's why he wanted the toy. It's like you're We've thinking of, seen that. you're thinking of fucking Space Rangers, and that already exists, and it's beloved, and it's still not on their streaming service, correct? No. Nah. The fuck is that? You cannot watch Space Rangers unless you have the videos, mm. which is rude. We have, fuck, we've got one of those tapes somewhere. So we're allowed to emulate it and roam it. It's, it's legal there. We did it. We need backups because I don't have a fucking working PCR to save my life. Whew. Um, yeah, I, I have like absolutely it. no time of day for I that fucking I don't know why thing. he's so pretty. 
Because he's ugly CGI. I don't understand. He's not meant to be that attractive. The fucking Starkman animated series has like this Bruce Tim-esque fucking like it was super so angular and stylized. It has the fucking voice of Brock fucking Samson Lemony Snicket himself, Patrick Warburton voicing Buzz, and it slaps. But I don't even, even remember it, but I remember it fondly. Even if they like, because you can't find it anywhere. Hmm. They've so abandoned they it on purpose stole, for this shit. Even if they stole all of the work from that, because hmm. there was a movie that came with it. Yeah, that's what we've got the copy of. Oh, okay, that's the origin sort of shit, right? Yeah. Even it, if they he's stole like, his partner the dies, script, but not the really vision that all of that hmm. and made that movie. It's still soulless. It would still be better than what they're making. Yeah. But even then, it's still like bottom of the barrel shit because it already happened. Like we already have it. Why couldn't they have done yes, Woody's Roundup? It's an implied thing that exists in the universe, and Woody, as an older child who got introduced to a younger one, a younger sibling who seemed to just be more beloved anyway. No, I obviously the- side way more with Woody than Buzz, and I would have preferred Woody's Roundup because that's a thing that is implied to exist. It's a thing that the fat dude from Toy Story two fucking liked a bunch. Making that would fit. Stinky Pete. His name's Al because he's dressed as a chicken. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dude from Woody's Roundup that is the torch. I don't know if he watched it. He was there. I'm talking about the guy with the cool blue... Did he drive the fucking chick from Cars? No. But forget it. <laughs> the point is, Woody's Roundup actually fits all the bullshit justifications for this movie that they've made up on the spot. And they were like, nah, let's just do fucking Star Command again, but shit. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking about Fat Dudes the Drive, oh. Elvis, the film, comes out next month. I don't care. I don't need a live action remake of Elvis either. You don't care. No. It looks pretty good. Mm. I'm interested. I'd go see it. I appreciate Elvis more now as I slowly, very slowly make my way through Cassandra Peterson's biography. As one of the few people not to molest that poor woman. <laughs> Out of all the rock stars that put her in grabbing distance, good for him for being a gentleman. And then, what happened? He, he has a bad fate, I forget. He dies of drugs. Mm, yeah, yeah. And fatness. Fatness Everdeen from Hunger Games. She wasn't. She was very starved. <laughs> Malnutrition. Well, Elvis was not. <laughs> He won the Hunger Games. He was for a long time. He had peanut butter, banana sandwich. I remember one of the best... You know how you remember a food that you'll never have again, Hmm. but it was the best thing you've ever had? I had a Elvis Appreciation Burger on his birthday in the Mouseketeria, which is the cafeteria underneath Disneyland... uh, Magic Kingdom, Mm -hmm. Disney World. I did have it without the uh, blue cheese dressing because I hate blue cheese, but I swear to God, it is still the best burger I've eaten in my entire life. Did that have peanut butter in it? No. Okay. Because I don't eat peanut butter. But it definitely had pineapple in it. I was just never a fan of his music. I don't know. See, I liked Elvis, but I was, that was my, I liked watching Elvis films. I enjoyed watching Marilyn Monroe films. Yeah. Like that's. Very much a part of, like... Everything I know about the guy comes from Lilo and Stitch, because I got nothing. 
Layla and Stitch is great. That's mostly about Elvis. Yeah. Um, where do I want to go from? If we're talking about old school things making a comeback. Yeah. Indiana Jones. As someone Five. who as someone Next who has year. seen Crystal Skull and I played the Lego Indiana Jones games when you've the seen, Xbox 360 came out. You've seen all the one oh, yeah, we of did. the Indiana Jones No, you're first. right. We did watch the first one, but it wasn't as memorable as the fucking Crystal Skull movie. Which is the last... Great Which, Indiana Jones film. Look, I ain't saying it's because it's good. I'm saying because it's memorable. <laughs> you know? A lot of people don't remember the cars on the side of the road that they drive past, but they remember the car crashes that they drive past. You know what I'm saying? I think because the original Indiana Jones has influenced so, so much bad. ever since it came out, like it's such an iconic film, that when you actually watch it with that context for the first time, you've seen it more yeah. or less anyway. Whereas Crystal Skull is like, we pretend that a Ukrainian Nazi wants space knowledge. Indiana Jones is there. She gains the space knowledge. It blows her up. Indiana Jones goes home. He doesn't even have to be fucking involved in that movie, and it still pays out the same. But where? Where's the? Where's if the why of that? There, she wouldn't. She would have, have had to work a little bit longer to discover it. She would have had to ask a different professor? No, she kidnaps the first professor and tries to use his brain, and then his brain goes mushy, so then she tries to use Indiana Jones. He's just the second test subject in a group of unlimited people. And we got Shia LaBeouf trying to be a greaser. Uh, It's not even trying to be a greaser, trying to be the next Indiana Jones. Greaser. Mutt Jones, ladies and gentlemen. And he does not star in this next one, apparently. No, like... Because originally he was supposed to pick up the hat at the end of the wedding, and that was supposed to be the hint. But then, like, test screenings happened, so then they had Indiana Jones take the hat back at the end of the movie, (laughs) which is great. You spend the entire movie setting it up to be like, this is going to be the replacement, and then no one wants that. No one wants a Passing of the Torch movie at this point, do they? No. I don't know. You have to have worked so hard as a writer to get it to work. I think Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond might be one of the only good but no, passing of the torch. Not I've only seen does it need to be good passing of the torch, you need to be handing it off to someone that can pull it off. And no, it's not even that they can pull way, it off; it's that they can earn it. There was no way Shia LaBeouf was going to take over as Jones. He did just as much incompetence as Indiana in that movie, though. Like no one did anything but effectively. He swung with those monkeys. So you haven't seen the one where we meet Jones's father. No, I have not. But he's um, Sean Connery. Yes, Sean Connery to Harrison Ford makes sense. Hmm. Harrison Ford to Shia LaBeouf will never make sense. No, no, that's fair. I've seen legacy characters in my other in my travels. I, I get it. I feel, yeah. Can you think of any really good ones? Because I think Batman Beyond's the winner by like default, and it's important. That they made it so Bruce Wayne couldn't, you know, because if he could continue to be Batman, he would. Yeah. Like, no shit. Like, that's his whole fucking gimmick. And he doesn't even want to pass the torch so much as Terry just steals a bunch of shit and starts doing it anyway, which is how every Robin got there in the first place. He's like, hey, cut it out, kid. You're going to get hurt. And they're like, suck my dick. And he's like, well. I mean, the only one that that doesn't traditionally work for is Dick. Yeah. I think it depends on which version, because 
more often than not, he will find out that Bruce is Batman and then push his way in. Because he's like, we should catch the dude that killed my parents and Batman's like, I'm working on it. But Dick also has something that a lot of the others don't have, which is the training. I was going to say joy on the inside. A lot of them are sad. Because he has the acrobatics skill and training, he can keep up with that regimen. Whereas, like, Jason Todd, sure, he's, you know, street smart. He was, and stuff yeah, like he that. was built different. He was like a scrapper. And that's the thing. Like, Grew up on them streets. I feel like growing up in Gotham streets is probably harder than most places. Again, it's like, it's like one, 80s New York out there. One of my favorite comments from the Supergirl TV show hmm. on CW was that we never should have left Gotham. Oh, yeah, when they say, like, Superman <laughs> they move level and they're stuff, just they're like, like no. Nope. <laughs> Don't want to deal with that. At least meth heads, like, can't fly and shoot lasers. Holy shit. <laughs> I do I do like that as, like, a... What What are we going to do here? Like, what's the next step? Well, Gotham City is relatively grounded. As long as you keep the fuck out of Central Park when Ivy's there, then you're pretty set. I, I feel like it's just an indoor city. Hmm. <laughs> just I'm just going to be here. Don't need you. Can I get my groceries? Delivered. <laughs> Whereas you've got like Pokemon, which I would I would hang out and you know, Kanto. They're all like pretty harmless. It's fucking weird how harmless and safe and cozy Pokemon is. Considering the fact that it's full of like terrifying. Could you imagine if every gecko in rural Queensland could breathe fire? You wouldn't have a house. It's just what I fucking mean. Like the fact that Charmanders are just a thing, and everyone's just chill out about it. I suppose you don't want to set them off. <laughs> everyone's very do- everyone's docile so they don't make any sudden moves must talk very slowly cause he didn't sleep well it'd be a cool yeah and you'd also be like chilled out like naturally cause like 50% of the time you call into work at like 9am and they're like where the fuck are you it's like a magnemite flew over the top of my house disrupted my my electricals so my alarm didn't go off <laughs> Like, Hi, I'm trying to get there. Snorlax is asleep. There's if a Snorlax on the highway, and the boss flute. is like, "Well, fuck it happens." <laughs> Turn around. We'll see you next week. Do you have a pokey flute? It's like, nah, I can't play. I can only play hot cross buns or that thing. And it's like, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> like maybe that's why everyone's so chilled out. Like it's just a the infrastructure is <laughs> broken. Their fate. They've given up hope. Because if they piss off too much stuff, then next thing you know, like a legendary rocks up, and then time and space get all fucking messed with, depending on which generation you're living in. It's, it's, there's problems. There's problems. Uh, speaking of things having problems mm. that aren't even out yet, what's your opinion on She-Hulk? I, I've seen that they're working on the CGI, getting it better. Like, what we saw was a teaser trailer. I feel like I haven't delved enough into the character to have any stake to claim here. But she's a very beloved character. She was the fourth wall person long before Deadpool was. Oh, yeah. And there's a huge cult following for that character, and I want... If, they, a, don't, it's, it's if a, they don't do it well. It's not even like the it's not even like the angry nerd stuff. It's not the nerd rage here as much as the Fantastic Four thing, where mm-hmm. it's like, this is a legacy character, and I hope they get it right. Yeah. And then you see a lot of the stuff about how, like, the CGI that Disney uses is, like, rushed poorly made and cheap yeah 
But it's been and that like way there's for a, a long whole time. there needs to be like a union fix for that sort of stuff. Which I I I probably can't argue that. I'm sure there is every fucking thing in Hollywood's dog shit at this point. I, I haven't looked into it recently. Mm. Um they tried to do a Tron cartoon. Um mid to late like 2009 to 12. Mm. It only went for like one season. The problem with that was all written and like set up in the states and then the CGI was done somewhere in Asia. Like the fuck where they didn't have an understanding of what they were actually being asked to do. Like that um that space one that NASA was funding for a little while and became lost media because mm-hmm. everyone was ashamed of it. Um I can't think of the name, which is embarrassing for Quantum... me. Quantum of Solace. No, it was the Mars. It was, was it a Mars? It's all right. I'll, you, you keep going. I'll, I'll get the um, name. I'll, I'll find it. But yeah, so they were, just for the sake of money's worth, were putting it out to people. And it's not like, I actually really like the style and things for it. Oh, I think it was Tron Renegade. That um, rings a bell. It's on Disney Plus. I really highly suggest watching it. It was really good, but there was no way it was gonna succeed. And that's I'm kind of nervous they're doing the same thing to She Hulk. Yeah. Um, and I'm annoyed by it as well because Quantum Quest: The Cassini Space Odyssey. I looked up Lost Media, found Mark Hamill because I remember him being one of the starring roles that stuck around because a lot yeah. of it was recast, but. What an idiot, because there's, like, Lost Media Batman episodes that were never filmed. They were scripts, or I don't even... I know what I'm talking about. Um, there's Star Wars stuff that's missing. There's a lot of Mark Hamill just media that... I should have been more specific. I should have looked up the NASA one. Yes. Um, look, I... I don't know, man. I'm also... I, really... hope it, I hope it gets touched up, but, like, a lot of a lot of trailers end up not looking as good as the movie, because you've got time to fix that stuff. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I'm annoyed when it comes to She-Hulk is how it's bringing out all those mummy people from no, the Lady Demetresca era. I don't care. It's, it's, I just ignore them. It's hard because I have a lot of like. No, my problem is <laughs> Disney put all their money and merchandising into Isabella hmm. from um, Encanto. Yeah. Louisa was the popular one, which is the big strong carries five donkeys at once. Oh, yeah, no, because because women have to look like women to get through the fucking doors at that place because it's ran by a bunch of super old white people. And that's they're completely messy. Have you heard all that stuff? Like, a lot of her CGI apparently isn't that great because it's, like, the fourth or fifth version because she started off looking like the comic character, jacked as shit. Like, Which is what a whole Like the Terry Dodson Harley Quinn run when she was fucking relatively beefy. It was yeah. to, just to show that she could handle it, right? Um, and But they were like, nah, I, I don't like women who could beat me up, so make her small. <laughs> but that's the thing. They're, and then they've got to like, carry that dude. Marvel are jeopardizing their female characters. Because this was the argument I had no, with... No, Disney are jeopardizing their female characters because it's the same shit everywhere you look. It's Marvel, it's Star Wars, it's whatever princesses but are it's, hanging around. But it's the same thing that I said with um, the new Doctor Strange film. Sam Raimi didn't watch any of Scarlet Witch's TV show, which completely changes where the character is because it's still supposed to be canon hmm. before he did that film. Yeah. Which means that... Didn't he chalk it up to assuming she was a villain? 
Like they treat her like a villain in that movie. I don't know. I haven't look. I haven't watched the Scarlet Witch show either. I understand, but you don't care about Marvel. No, I don't care about our. The problem TV is, shows. so she ends almost not quite a villain, but like her husband's being killed. She's lost her brother. Like she is very down. My problem is and that she whole, was a hero to begin with. But and that's the thing. The series. Hmm. That was on Disney Plus was all about her working through all of that emotion and coming out ready to be a good guy. Okay. Sam immediately rewinds all of that happening. And so he fucking should. Like I'm, I'm going to jump on. Like I know, I know women should. I, I know I don't have a place because it's like a feminist. But it's not a feminist character. thing. It's a if you have a character go through trauma hmm. and you have them work through that trauma, you don't remove all that work. She's a villain, though. I know. Look, the but that's movies not have gone. Been set up I know. As that's that's the problem. Within the universe. See, his. Let me, listeners, together and come here. Come, come, everyone, the, everyone, that everyone come here. We're gonna. Widow. Let's all remember that daughter of Magneto, brother of. She's Silver off. Flash. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Thank you. Um. Who fuck. they killed so that they could use an X-Man that fucked up royally. She is a born villain. And if your first ever taste of her and Quicksilver are from the Ultimates run, you don't care what she's doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because that bridge has been burnt, my friend. Yeah. I remember her as the incestuous guy. Yeah, she did fuck her brother. And it's hard. Alright, we don't have to gather anymore. The secret, like I've told the secret, we can all like chill out again. But it, I cannot. If that's your, if that's my first take on a character, I can't drop that. So if they're like, look, okay. she's got a TV series, I'm like, she still gives me the creeps. Can, can <laughs> Sorry. I, can I ask you? Hmm. Her yeah. or Deathstroke? What do, you, what do you mean? Do I have to pick a favorite or am I picking the biggest scumbag? So they're both very popular characters right now. Hmm. No, no, little I, known background for their character. No, I have way bigger beef with Deathstroke because, like, I spent more time around it. I spent a lot of time around DC, and people love his like design. I think people just like swords and guns, and it's like just dumb, turn off your brain carnage sort of shit. So I hate that more because I know things. Oh my god, you can't build saying. an origin story around saying. being the guy from Subway. Poor Subway, man. They did not count on Jared from Subway doing this. This he did, huh? Speaking of villains. Their bread's not real bread. And I think you're interested in this. Hmm. Blood and Honey. The new Winnie the Pooh horror film. Fuck yeah. So check it out, everybody. Who pe- Everyone who thinks that trailer's like a fake gimmick. The rights, not that long ago for Winnie the Pooh expired. Which... He is a royalty-free character. Not Disney are trying really hard to stop that from happening See, that, to everyone. Yeah, look, here's the thing. Disney still owns the red shirt, oh, bother bullshit. Um, I think they own Tigger and three or four other characters because they were invented for that version. But the original book, Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. A.A. Mills yeah, original series. a lot of the characters from that version Piglet, are now free to air. Piglet, Tigger, Winnie... I'm assuming Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. But I know I know some of them are still Disney things, and there's a lot of, I think like, Eeyore versions. is, and that's why he gets killed. Yeah. And, yeah, there's... It's weird because the Disney one's an adaptation of a source material. The source material is now free to play with. Yes. 
and like that was news for a bit and then it all fizzled out and we were all waiting to see like a porno <laughs> because fuck it if you're gonna go out go if you're gonna like if you're gonna break into this brave new world of winnie the pooism that's probably a, a good one to start but no they went the other way they went extreme violence so the people who are like, oh, it's fake. It's like, no, this is completely legal and going to happen. There Bring- might be some slight changes to certain things. Yeah, they would have to tweak it. But here we are. Christopher Robin has abandoned him and his hunger grows every day until he does something about it, which I think is the premise. I think that's... Yeah, that's, yeah, what's, cool. that's what it is. Right, I, just, I just wanted to run that fact check by, but... Fuck yeah, it, was, it looks fun. And I'm not going to lie, that Christopher Robin movie you made me watch gave me the creeps. There's so many close-ups <laughs> of his, like, old, old-ass fur. And he, and he talks honey. in such a weird, weird whisper that can come off very ominous. Did you know I could do that? Because I didn't know I could do that. And then it's just close-ups of his fur just <laughs> disgustingly dripping with honey because he puts his... Bare ass, bare hands into the fucking pot. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's the close ups, all right. If you see a bear like punch, like smacking around bees, eating the hive, that's charming. You put, put a little like music over the top of it, it's great. But it's, it's him like breaking cutlery across Obi Wan Kenobi's house to cycle it back around. Because that was him, wasn't it? You and McGregor in that movie. And Peggy Carter. Fucking wild stuff, huh? Um, yeah. I want a balloon. A lot of that movie came off super fucking weird. <laughs> so yeah, the fact, that we're, the fact that we're doing horror, I'm like, cool. I was already there. <laughs> I already felt it. He was going to kill Christopher Robin in that movie. Or at least his daughter. Like, we're lucky everyone got out of that, okay? Balloon. I'm proud of my little voice impression I did. I hope that. I hope that was that. terrifying. Was it good though? Because yes. I really don't know what he would prove very well. <laughs> Cool. I hope that I hope that doesn't get edited out. Don't believe it. Beep. Um. Any any final thoughts? I know we're almost at the end, so it's time for me to play some of my more embarrassing fandom hands here. Okay. All right. So they've announced even more anniversary Lego sets. None of them are Bionicles. Who won the fucking vote? By the way, let's not forget. Me and Kai have been talking about this a little bit. If they've gotten rid of the molds to do the parts, that's fair. Like, I get it. We haven't seen Bionicle in, like, what, forever? It's been a long time. So, I'm I'm def- I'm more than fine with them just making, like, minifigure masks and just doing minifigures and just giving me, like, a cool battleground for, like, the original six. And then, like, just a few random ones. Do you know how they do the fucking character packs every year? The Funhouse, uh, the Space Train. If they did one of those for Bionicles, I'd be happy as a pig and shit. But they've, See, I went the Ninjitsu got- one. Yeah, like that's sort I, of, I pointed those out in the That style like, is like that Yeah. That style would work for little bionicles with like just, you know, printing on a minifigure. I'm yeah. fine with that. But they just keep ignoring it. Like Bionicle <laughs> smashed that anniversary vote like effectively. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, but like second place and fourth place are castles. So if we combine them, they're only a little bit ahead of Bionicle, so we'll do that. And then they're like, we're gonna also do like the, the archery, like, the Merry Men in the Woods one, because that was, like, third place as well. Like, they're going out of their way now. It's very funny, and it's fucking bullying. 
Yeah, it's, it's not nice. Would you like to describe the only Bionicle representation we are getting <laughs> for the anniversary? Because I know you're a fan of him. <laughs> yeah, Google that, everybody. They've done a, um, the original guy whose name... The red dude. Mm, might be Tahu or something. Um, yeah, and he's made out oh, of, like, I've, four I've blocks and he sucks. <laughs> he's doing his best. He's got googly eyes. Um, but that's it, huh? Oh, he doesn't even appear on the... He's, oh, he's on the back so of the box. Sad. I know. But, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the Lego listing for it. Mm-hmm. And they've got, like, a zoomed out picture where yeah. you can't really, like, make anything out. The zoomed in pictures, none of them are him. Right? They've, like... I They're, like, like, no. I feel like Lego is just, like, subtly bullying Bionicle fans at this point. That's and that's the, crazy that's to me. That's the only image of him. He's doing his best. Um... And, all right, what other quick news things? For, um, the Nendoroid um, Nyanas, the VTuber of the V Shoujo fame, um, that's been shown now at one of the toy conventions. Mm-hmm. And it looks great. I was wondering as to which version they would use because VTubers always update their... Not as hard as Zen does, who is now a fucking cyborg, I think. Um, um, but while showing that off, they've announced Iron Mouse is getting one. Yeah. Who I think hit most popular female streamer not that long ago. Probably. So that's that's good for her. I hope I hope she overcomes whatever like horrible sickness she's like coping with. Um, yeah. And um I can't really hide my Senra and Kagura fandom because we did a three parter last year. But um they've announced a few more. They're doing Ryona and Ryobi statues. The quarter scale ones, which reminded me that that other one I ordered is going to be quarter scale, and I've got to find room for that. <laughs> because figures for that series that aren't Yumi are very hard to come by. Yeah. So I just put my name down for an order without really looking at any of the details, and now I've seen some of the review packages, and I'm like, I can't justify... Like, I've, I've got to explain those tits to people that come into my house, because there's nowhere small I can sneak it. It's fucking big. <laughs> So I got to deal with that. That'll be exciting. I like I like collecting statues. And I, you know, Sandra and Kagura doesn't get a lot of play. I feel bad for that franchise. They got they got pretty fucked over. They definitely did. I just wish they'd drop all the sexuality out and just continue. Because I would I would much prefer nothing over. I would prefer like a PG rated version with just swords and killing monsters. Yeah. I would rather see them go the Buffy route than see nothing at all. Hmm. Frankly, I'd be happy with that. I like the story-driven stuff more than, you know. The brute physics are funny, but, like, once once you get through the door, there has to be something there to hold your attention. Yeah. And, man, I, I think it does a great job for that. Well, Good gameplay. We had the same thing with... A lot of fun exploration in the character study. Like, it, it's cool. It's cool times. We had the same thing with... Um, we have it all the time. Kaijo. Yeah, Kaijo does it. Kaijo isn't a sexual, like... And then sure, I watch... it's fan because they have big... <laughs> Body parts, yeah. but there's no. You loved it as like a as a woman being like, oh, I wish amazing. I had this sort of camaraderie with other females in my workplace. It's the body positivity, and it's not even body positivity. The body it's neutralization. It's straight up positivity. They're just great. buds, even like after they have their rivalries. Yeah, uh, main girl and whitehead girl who are best friends starting in the animated series. Mm. Like they skip their rivalry. They were like Ash and Gary for a long time, man. They were proper. Yeah. But they respect each other as, like, fucking friends. Good shit. And then you got ones like Monster Matsume, where it's just, like, 
monsters trying to fuck this one dude and it's like it doesn't feel like anything and it's not fun to me you know the boobies, the boobies get you in the door you're like all right what are we doing and it's like we're doing boobies every week i'm like all right the spider looks cool but so long you know yeah i think we do i think we do fan service wrong you and me oh for sure <laughs> but that's because no one leak you don't put a lot of thought into fan service because you don't think people are going to be there. Yeah. I've watched too many shitty B-grade movies that just have boobies sometimes. and <laughs> I think it's broken me. Um, all right, you happy? Um, we had a lot of topics there. We've we done pretty well today. I was worried going I'm going to give you a chance. <gasps> Blue Beetle. All right, let's get back on my normal bullshit with DC Comics. <laughs> Blue Beetle. All right, so we had all this, like, it, it came at such a good time. It did the Saints Row G, like against GTA move, where the She-Hulk trailer comes out. Everyone's like, "Why does it look like that?" And like as that controversy grows, Jaime Reigns' Blue Beetle suit gets leaked, and it's not CGI. He's wearing a fucking costume, and it is sh- like Italian Chef Kiss, fucking spot on, <laughs> right? You, you saw it too. Yes, it is. It's, mm, uh, the only thing I have to double check is if Jaime's got the goatee. Because if he doesn't have like a fucking shaggy from Scooby-Doo thing going on with his chin. He's played the stable. Yeah. He needs that. How, how do you feel about about Jaime Reigns? I, I never like... I feel bad for him because every Blue run, he, every Blue Beetle run that he's the star of has the same origin again. Which yeah. implies that they assume no one cared about the last one. Which, you know, I always feel like... He's one of those underdogs. He's in my. He's one of my third stringer sort of characters. I like him. Considering how much you talk about him, I really haven't like messed with it. They don't do a great deal with the character, and I think that's partially a good thing because it keeps him safe. It keeps him small. You know, you don't want to go the Harley Quinn route post Suicide Squad. You know. Yeah. Um, but the Scarab, depending on which version, is like a a fucking ornament that Ted Cord's Blue Beetle has. You know, like, it's just an item that he has. Yeah. And then other times it's coming fresh from space. But it's it's a little bit Venomy. So, it's it's Bit. Yeah. I forget the name of every alien involved in this. It's been a hot minute for me. Um, it attaches to a host, turns him into a killing machine, uh, kills the planet, and then the aliens, like, move into the planet. It's a, it's a, it's a sort of a pest infestation kind of deal mm-hmm. um the one that hooks onto Jaime doesn't have control over the person and depending on which version can still like talk to him and he can hear its thoughts yeah depending on which version you're, you're reading um so it's like you should kill you should use lethal force you should do this this and this and he's just like a stressed out kid <laughs> who's like maybe we should like try to solve problems <laughs> without like violently burning down the country and it's yeah. like, all right, if you want, you fucking pussy. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun. It's um, it's what if Scooby, uh, it's what if Shaggy from Scooby Doo got Iron Man's armor, but the armor wanted to be a Terminator. Yeah, and he's got to do what he can with it. And uh, yeah, it's always a fun book because of that sort of. There's a weird power dynamic to just the guy on his own, so you can do a lot. You can throw a lot at that sort of dynamic, and it works really well. I, I like. I like the stuff I've read. Yeah. You know, it's good times. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking excited. forward to it. If they're... I know it's only a costume, 
But it always puts people like me at ease to see an accurate comic costume. Usually means they've actually looked at it. Which is, you know, always a good sign. Means maybe they've potentially even read something. (laughs) I hate that that's a big ask a lot of the time for comic book films. I hope they care about the source material. Wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? It's tough out here. But, yeah, we will... Hopefully next free period there'll be some more information and we'll actually get to see something. Because right now it's just like three or four photos. Yeah. So yeah, I look forward but to that But everything starts somewhere. And usually when we do one of these, a bunch of news drops like between us recording and us publishing. Because well, well, we jinx it every fucking time. That's why I tried to record it now while Rise is going. Ah, yes. So that we can be like, haha, first reports are in. Oh, yeah. Day um, two. Yep, uh, that new show Andor is getting Lego sets already. Like, yeah. Like fucking straight out. Um, they're doing Star Wars Rebels in live action. We're getting some of that. That's cool. Skeleton Crew looks pretty good. Mm. There's a there's a lot of new shows that have like Well they been said announced. even before this expo, they were like, All of our movies keep doing really bad. We keep writing them poorly. Um our future seems to be in television. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I feel like it's got to be such a big um just messy universe with so much going on that separating it across like tv series is probably a bit easier than movies it gives you a chance to actually sit with it and you can see what people because they release normally weekly you can from see what, what i've seen of star wars fans yeah they've always got their favorite trilogy out of the bunch um but a lot of, like, the genuine passion I see, like, positive passion, a lot of it, like, a lot of the shit is like, oh, fucking, the prequels ruined everything, or, oh, the new trilogy at the end fucking ruined everything. And then you've even got some of the older dudes being like, episode six fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but you see the really, like, excited passion in people in that extended universe shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. That's where it's buried. And if they're going to start actually giving that stuff the time of day because you remember when they did um the new trilogy they said every extended universe thinking fuck off yeah which probably put a lot of people in the wrong spot like on the wrong foot to begin with well the, and if they're the starting book to series in... was so big mm. like i can it's un- not something you hear a lot about but but it exists and it people, all mattered and that was the thing people that were into it it followed stories mm. and exactions and things like that and they were told that the newest episodes, like the Kylo Ren stuff, mm. was going to follow that. And then it turned around and went, nah, fuck all of it. Fuck it. it. Palpatine's back, everybody. Everyone, like, claps when he comes in the door. No. Um, Yeah, if they're going to move Star Wars in any direction, drop the fucking Skywalker shit. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do some of this stuff that's actually beloved by everyone who looks at it. Yeah. That's, that's what it's all about. All right. I hope you have enjoyed our discussion, because I was a bit worried going into it. I didn't really have much to offer, because it's mostly Star Wars and Disney news at the minute. But DC shall rise again. I mean, your Batman wasn't that bad. The Batman's good. We're going to get a sequel. and All that I want from that sequel now, because there's one dude who posted about it on Twitter, is like, uh, Gotham's flooded. The police obviously need a new way to travel around. Give them the blips. blips. Give us the fucking animated series blips. I don't give a fuck about anything else, just the blips. I've been 
I've not seen much blimpage since the animated series. No. It made it gives Gotham a little fucking razzmatazz. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little mustard on it, make it unique. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking on board for that. That'll be cool. I, I hope we see some blimps. Anytime people like pay homage to the animated series, you know you're in a, a good spot. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the move. But, yeah. Well, with that said, we're moving on out. So. So thank you to producer Kaya for um, having opinions about Disney. Uh, I've been Toby DePola. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. A lot of the stuff we mentioned today, we have covered very extensively in our back catalogue. So take a look in there. Raffle through our pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's some stuff. There's, there's 250 episodes. There's something for you. Like I said, like, yeah, you'll probably like six of them. They'll probably even be different to, like, the half dozen I like mm. or that I'm proud of. Um, so, yeah, you got to have, have a bit of a rummage around in there. There's stuff. Promise. Um, and, yeah, with that said, uh, thank you for being here for 250 episodes. It's been years, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and hopefully it doesn't just turn into me talking about Fallout. I'm doing my best to to keep things broad, but it is tough. Guess what? I bring it up like three times in my shadow research. I'm fucking sorry. Um, but yes, thank you for being here. Here's to another 250 of these fucking things. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, class dismissed. It's hard not to bring it up. Because the whole reason I fucking rocked up to that old-timey radio drama was because I was looking for old-timey music such as they play in Fallout. We've been doing this since the start of 2017. I know. It's five years old. It's baby.